0: Hello, welcome to the Capwise Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside Edge Community
1: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
0: Okay, and there's Ben.
1: Test, test, test.
0: Okay, can you guys hear us? Oh, but... Why am I playing back? I'm going to spend like two more seconds to try
1: and (laughs) fix that problem. Sounds good, though, at least to the audience. Yeah, yeah, okay,
0: it's all good. I'll figure that out later. This is so obnoxious.
1: Oh, we're good now.
0: It was because I had the, the mixer up. Okay, we are good. Uh, so, apologies for the technical inconvenience. Uh, my, my computer had to restart overnight last night, and it must have fucked up all of my default audio settings. Uh, I, like, I have everything set up, everything's good. Ben couldn't hear me this morning, and it was a problem on my end, which is weird. And then in Streamlabs, everything was fucked up. Uh, but we're back. Uh, so welcome, everybody. Thank you. For tuning in. Uh, we've got, like I was saying to Ben, uh, and I thought to all of you guys, but nobody could actually hear me. Uh, we've got a full MLB Sunday slate today. Uh We have first pitch uh, already off in the game between the Padres and the Braves. Uh, that's a super early tip-off. It's like on Peacock, so I guess they wanted uh, a super hmm. early game. Uh but There's two outs in the top of the first there already. Two up, two down for uh, the Padres' bats. Got games all throughout the day, uh, so Ben, I guess the the first thing I want to ask you is just how do you feel about these Sunday games? Because there's a lot more day games than usual. Do you find uh, that there's a little bit more fluke shit involved in in these Sunday games, where people might be off their schedule, they might have been out on Saturday night, anything anything to that, or is it just a just a coincidence that it's been a rough couple Sundays from a lot of people's perspectives to start the season.
1: I think it's a coincidence uh, just because, I mean, small sample size, but also it just comes down to who's pitching on these days. And I guess the only thing you could say is if teams are resting certain guys and there's just some weak lineups, but I think as a whole, no, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, it's okay if, if someone feels – differently but
0: yeah I so I don't know exactly what it is but I I do feel like Sundays are weird I think it has a lot to do with the fact that there's so many day games afternoon games and and like we were talking about Ben when we had Ariel on on Wednesday mm-hmm. it's a it's a really important thing there's a lot of players who perform differently in day games and Sunday for a lot of for a lot of teams that don't get a lot of prime time slots I mean these are
1: the only day games that they play
0: so so i yeah. think that there is a little bit of a, of a difference there, there is definitely
1: something there um i think there's like a it's a level of variance to some of these pitchers right like mm-hmm. um I and i think that's what it affects most is the pitchers not to say it doesn't affect the batters but uh i think pitchers just kind of being off their rhythm um you know you get like for example I mean it's uh eight eight forty right now, West Coast time, right? Padres are playing a game right now, so they've been up since probably five a.m. their time, right? Yeah, I so. mean Padres.
0: Padres haven't been on the West Coast since the twenty-sixth uh, of April. That's not true. I'm reading the schedule backwards. Yeah, they. Uh, I guess no. This is their first series on the road. Never mind. I was looking at a, a different Brave series that they played.
1: Yeah, Nick's looking back in like nineteen ninety. They
0: haven't. They haven't been on the West Coast
1: since the eighteen sixties. <laughs> since since Maddox and Glavin were pitching up there. Since
0: before they even called it San Diego.
1: <laughs> since be- before Delberta was born. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to the conversation. I, I mean. I don't know. I, there's ways we could find that out, but is it worth the, uh, I mean, worth I, the squeeze there? I think it might be.
0: I mean, in I mean, in baseball, a seventh of all games are on Sunday. More
1: than that. It would be interesting. Um, how would you go about it? Like breaking it down from like a total perspective. Like, would you look at the variance to the the number? Like, I
0: mean, what what would you kind of look at? I mean, so you'd you'd wanna you'd wanna look at a couple things. I mean, you just wanna look at the bias, right? So how how accurate are the numbers that Vegas is setting do mm. I mean another thing like are the numbers that Vegas is setting just higher in general uh, so that could be that could be another thing to look at but you want to just look at the the actual outcomes versus the the expect the expectation expectation being the numbers that Vegas is setting uh, and then you can look at is are there bigger differences on average is there more variance on average after you adjust for potentially bigger numbers to begin with yeah, there's I mean, there's nothing too complicated too going complex, on there yeah. from a, from a statistical perspective. I mean, it's just one or one set of two numbers that we're looking at.
1: Well, that could be an interesting article we could do.
0: Yeah, just need, need to need the
1: data. But the thing that sucks though is on top of all of this, the baseballs are inconsistent, and that's what really pisses me off.
0: Yeah, that I mean, and that's that's a whole other story. I mean, we I think we talk about that every stream to, to yeah. some extent just the fact that there's potentially players reclaiming different baseballs and and we don't know what baseballs are being used where.
1: Yeah. At this point I am convinced that there's two separate balls being used because I've heard it from over 30 40 players now. Yeah. Uh like you said, you just you, I, and I love crabs, but I don't think we can get into the game of saying like, well this game's on primetime so they're going to use the balls that go further i think that's that's where it gets a little dangerous. No
0: yeah potentially gets a little dangerous when you're getting into into conspiracy level stuff
1: <laughs> we need to get people out at the games for batting practice nick
0: mm-hmm. but what if they and use then, diff? but what if they catch on to the fact that we're sending people to batting yeah. practice and then they use <laughs> one set of balls in batting practice in a different set in the games the
1: balls are flying out like 500 feet and they're like
0: <laughs> yeah but then but then what they're gonna do is then they're gonna then they're gonna catch on to the fact that we've caught on to that, and then they're gonna go back to the batting or they're gonna use the, the juice balls in like the first inning. And then they're gonna go back to the not juice <laughs> balls starting in the second inning. So we're gonna all uh, live bet the overs after we see the juice balls. And then that's how they get us. They actually Nick and, and actually, actually they, the they can just they can just adjust the balls the whole time, right? Just depending yeah. on where where the action's at.
1: They'll just have the the guy in the the, the clubhouse with the, the new set of balls. Nick and I were at a game about two weeks ago and there's a foul ball about 10 feet from me. And I could have done that. Could have grabbed the ball and I could have felt it. And then I could have on TV. I could have been like over. We're going over. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, uh, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, well, that's, all right. you that's know, it's I, the future I, of I handicapping. Think, I think right now, um, you know, that's, that's a little bit of uncertainty, but we, we just have to focus on what we know and what we can try to speculate on and, Go from there.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's all it's all about just knowing what you can know and knowing it as well as you can. Knowing what you can't know, and and acknowledging that there's uncertainty in this, and there's always uncertainty in this. This is just uh, an extra little ounce of it. Uh, so, are you ready to start talking some baseball, some uh, some specific games? <laughs> we've been talking about baseball. Like we've been talking no, baseball. Ready I had to, to
1: clarify. I'm ready to talk about some games so let's do it
0: all right uh so quick rundown of how the stream works for anybody who happens to be here for the first time uh so we've got five categories that you can see on the left hand side of the screen for each of the first four categories we've picked out a game that fits into that category it is four games that are interesting for four different reasons not necessarily our actual favorite bets of the day uh just more so games that we think the people are going to be interested in going to spark some discussion around the interesting games of the day. Uh, For each of these games, Ben will have his lean. I will have my lean and you guys as the chat will have the opportunity to vote on a poll uh, to determine your collective lean. Uh, All of these leans, mine, Ben's, yours, uh, will be tracked on bet stamp. Uh, For the last category, the walk-off, this is our actual favorite bets of the day. I have mine, Ben has his, and again, you guys, as the chat, will be able to vote on your collective favorite play of the day. Without further ado, let's go ahead and hop in to category number one. Broom Boys. The way you swept me off the You know you could have been a broom. So category number one is Broom Boys. Uh, looking at a game where a team can finish off a series sweep. Uh, And we've got the uh, struggling, or at least formerly struggling, Detroit Tigers looking to go 3-for-3 against the Baltimore Orioles. That's Uh, the
1: Tigers we thought they were. Yeah,
0: they are who we thought they were, or they have been who we thought they were for like two games against a a pretty (laughs) mediocre (laughs) team.
1: Finally. Finally, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, so the Tigers are minus 145 favorites in this game. Orioles sitting at plus 125 on the money line over under. Sitting at seven and a half. Uh, ben, we've got one of our favorites on the mound in this one, in Tarek Skubel. Uh What are you expecting to see in this game?
1: I'm expecting him to be pretty lights out in there. I am. Um, looking at his starts throughout the season, he had the, the rough outing in the first uh, outing, or I think that was opening day, right? Um, with the, with the White Sox, a team that hits lefties well. And I, I want to be careful with this, but prefacing saying, I think the first few starts for some of these pitchers, we, we need to take the grain of salt. Oh, absolutely. Because a lot, yeah, a lot of these guys, that, that was essentially like a spring training game for them, just based on time frame and how many, um, pitches they've thrown and i think with school you know i don't want to make excuses for the guy but i mean that was just a tough matchup too right like i said white white socks hit the lefties pretty well other than that he's been pretty solid he did have the one bad outing against the twins but i think that's more an outlier am i expecting him to go nowhere in runs today mm, maybe not but i think he can go pretty deep uh, he went 7. He's gone 6 a few times. I expect him to be solid, so I like the Tigers in the spot. I like the first 5 money line, Nick. I'm going to keep it very simple, and I'm, I'm going to go first 5, and I will find the best number.
0: Yep, right uh, I, can, I can I cool. can pull it up on BetStamp. I have it up. Uh, so looking at first 5 in this game, best number for the money line is sitting at minus 134 over on Fandle. Uh, so is that what you want me to lock in for you and you want the just the money line and not the run line
1: yeah do the money line i will say i'm, I'm a little surprised that this is at minus 134 because i did lock this in on bet stamp at minus 142 so i got some bad clv there um i thought this would for sure go up to minus 150 so a yeah. little curious
0: um i'm not entirely sure why uh, I'm looking at the lineups. There, we have confirmed lineups for this game. I'm not noticing anything too out of the ordinary for either of these teams. Uh, also, by the way, if you want to check out what the model says about this game, it is up uh, on the dashboard. There's a link to that right there. Uh, if you'd like to go check out what the model says. Uh, so the model actually, this, this is a little surprising, uh, has the Orioles. Squeaking out a win in this one. I'm I'm surprised. I am. I I am surprised too. Uh, it's it's a super low scoring game, and and actually, if you go and look at the the win probabilities from the model, it does have the Tigers winning more often than not. Uh, just looking at average scores is a little bit misleading because the the away team is uh, is always going to have uh, more runs on average than the home team, just because of uh, the fact that the home team won't bat in the bottom of the ninth. When they win. Uh, So model actually does have the Tigers winning more than half the time. Uh, That being said. uh, Where I'm going in this one is the under. So I'm totally with you. I think that Scoobull is going to have a fantastic game. Uh, And also no. Uh, Don. Mountcastle Mountcastle. is uh, not playing. Uh, I'm taking the under. In this game. Like uh, like I was just saying, so so I'm with you. Scooble's going to be great. He's going to have a, an excellent performance here. I'm expecting six, maybe even seven innings from him. Probably not going to give up more than one or two runs. Uh, and the guy that the Orioles have on the mound, I don't know what the Orioles have done or did this off season, but just up and down the board, uh, all of these pitchers that they have who were not all that great last year have looked excellent. They've all gone better so far this season. Yeah, and uh, and even Tyler even Wells. Liles. Yeah, even Jordan Lyles looks good. Uh, and and Tyler, Tyler Wells, who is on the mound for the Orioles today, is no exception. Uh, he pitched pretty decently last year, uh, completely out of the pen. He had 44 relief appearances, basically like a 4 ERA, a little over a K per inning. Didn't walk a lot of guys. And, and we've seen uh, a lot of the same from him so far this season. Took him a while to get stretched out. Uh, he's only started going five innings in his last three starts out of the six total that he's had. Uh, but in those last three starts at the Yankees uh, against the Twins and against the Royals, five, five, and six innings hasn't given up more than a base runner per inning that's hits plus walks in any of those three starts. Only four total earned runs, never more than two in a start. And I think with him on the mound against a, a Tigers lineup, that hasn't been all that great, even if they are... Uh, they have one, two in a row in this series. Uh, I think I think sitting at seven and a half, we have some value there on the under. So uh, that's where I'm going here.
1: Nick, what does the model have for Scooble and his strikeouts? Uh,
0: model has Scooble strikeouts at... Uh, let me make sure I'm looking at the right column. Like six and a half.
1: That's exactly where the number is at, but it's juiced to the over. Uh, I'm showing the best number at minus uh, one twenty-five. Or actually, no, I'm I'm looking at it backwards. Over is actually plus at a few spots. FanDuel has it at plus one hundred eight. Barstool has it at plus one twenty for over six and a half strikeouts. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't it's, hate
1: it. It's I, I don't hate it either. I think uh, I'm not surprised at six and a half. It's one of those where it's like I knew it wasn't going to be seven and a half and I knew it was going to be five and a half. (laughs) So it just kind of depends how deep he goes, Nick. I mean, sometimes it's the difference between going, you know, five innings and six or six and seven. So I think uh, if you can find it at plus 120, I don't think that's a bad bet.
0: Yeah, uh, it's at a six on
1: prize picks. I definitely don't hate that.
0: Uh, How have the Orioles done this year against lefties? KY. they have the, the fourth fourth highest K rate in the league against left-handed pitching. Also, uh, a below-average walk rate, which is a, an indication just of not wasting a lot of pitches.
1: Like they're not and, they're not oh, super patient. Overall, they're about average though as a whole. WRC plus one hundred two. Yeah. So, but for yeah, if we're looking at strikeouts though specifically, mm. I I think it's I think it's not a bad look. No, I don't think it's a bad look, either. Yeah, plus 120. Uh,
0: So, chat poll results are in, in this one. And chat likes, uh, not so surprisingly, the Tigers. Uh, So, 14 votes on the Tigers' money line. Three votes on the Orioles' money line. As far as the totals go, Uh, four votes on the under, one vote on the over. Uh, So, it'll be a Tigers full game money line at minus... I think I put up the poll at -145, although this number might be moving cuz best price on Betstamp right now is actually -132. I don't know. Uh, you can that. get over on I Circa. Do. Although actually that's just Circa being weird. Everybody else is like -140, -145. Circa
1: is pretty sharp though. Yeah. Also, uh here here's a just a quick little tip for you prize pickers. Um I don't know if anyone's ever said prize pickers before but any uh
0: any prize pickers in chat
1: <laughs> um if you're very curious to see like what the true value is um well one you could look at the cowboys model good plug there but two, win bet nick they typically will play even numbers on these strikeout props so for example scoobal is exactly at six and it's over one or over six minus 115 under six minus 125 so Sometimes if you're just curious and compare, right? Uh, The other day, Freed uh, was at five on Prize Picks, and then I think over five on WinBet was like minus one hundred and sixty. So. Damn.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's, a good way to find
1: some value. Yeah, it's sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's a good way to find value. The math is a little complicated there, I think, because a a push on a strikeout prop on the book is is an actual push. It's just a break even. A push on Prize Picks is, I mean, I would say probably worse than break even.
1: But it, it's not as bad as a loss, though.
0: No, it's not as bad as a loss. But I would, I would rather. I, I mean, it, it's, but I, I think it's worse than break even. Like, like I think if you push with a five on a bet on prize pick like if you if you have a five five leg prize picks and you Mm -hmm. go four wins and a push does that pay out the same as just going four for four no i think it pays out less
1: it pays out less
0: yeah so then it's so it's worse than break even it's worse than just not counting it
1: i guess my point is a lot of the prize picks are even numbers like that so
0: yeah i mean for that exact reason because i think they want you to push
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, they want you to lose, obviously, but but they're happy to play for a push.
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh,
0: all right. Oh, it. I mean, if if it's the same, then then that's good. But like, <sighs> if, if you go like three wins and two pushes, yeah. I I like that's everything? not good. If you push everything, you lose. Uh, you don't get your money back. That'd be impressive. So it's we don't use prize picks. I, I I don't know exactly like what the the full breakdown is, but if so, if you have five a five legger on prize picks and you go three wins, two pushes, what's the what's the return on that? Somebody, some uh, one of the prize pickers in chat, uh, let me know what the return on that is. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Ben, are you ready to hop along in to category number two?
1: It's about the Rockies, I'm, I'm absolutely right. It is, in fact, oh, yes. about the Rockies. Batting practice. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again.
0: Uh, so, category number two is batting practice. Uh, Taking a look at a game with a high total, and for the third game in a row in this series, we're looking at the Royals and the Rockies. Uh, Total here, sitting at 11 after we've seen 24 and 14 runs in the first two games in this series. So if my my kindergarten pattern recognition is kicking in, I'm expecting this to be a four-run game. I don't think that's actually how it works, but... Can't help but notice that. Uh, so, Rocky's at home here with Austin Gomber on the mound, sitting at minus 145 favorites. Tigers with Daniel Lynch, Not Tigers, Royals. Uh, with Daniel Lynch on the mound, looking at plus 125 on the money line for them. Uh, so, Ben, what are your thoughts here? And also, chat, the poll is up. Uh, be sure to go vote.
1: So, I had... I deleted a tweet for the first time in a while yesterday because it offended a few people. <laughs> but I was like, how could how on earth could you play a under with the matchup at hand yesterday and just it came off the wrong way. Um but th- at least this matchup um specifically for the Rockies and who they have on the mound, maybe there could be some less runs, but Nick the problem is if if you're getting 3 innings out of the Rockies bullpen I don't know how you can touch an under right now they're they're just so bad I mean I haven't looked at their ERA over the last week but it's got to be somewhere around like eight or nine like it's insane they're giving up almost a run per inning at least I mean it's 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 insane and
0: uh Rocky's bullpen ERA since the start of the month is a
1: 5.02 what about at home uh,
0: it's got to be up. It's got to be up there. Oh, oops, that was the wrong.
1: But uh, I just, I, I don't know. how I, I just can't come to play an under right now. And the Rockies are hitting well, too. I mean, they're making good contact with the ball. I think for this one, Nick, let me see what the number's at. I'm looking at first five.
0: Uh, Rockies, since the start of the month, have a 4-4-3 bullpen ERA at home.
1: Seems like it's way higher. Maybe it's just this last series. I don't know. Anyways, I wouldn't trust them. And I kind of like the team total over for the Royals, Nick. I, I hate that bet. I can't lie. That That's okay. Um, They've hit lefties pretty well. And we're going to get some innings have out they? of the Rockies bullpen. Aren't they
0: like one of the worst teams in the league getting lefties? No. I think they are.
1: They're, let's see here. Hold up. Unless I was looking at 2021. 20, Hold up.
0: Yeah, they have an 88 WRC plus against lefties this year. So 12% below league average. 22nd in the league Shit.
1: I was I think I was looking at last year that sucks um I still like it though okay <laughs> I don't like it as much um I mean again I'm, I'm gonna go to what I said about the Rockies bullpen and I think we're gonna get a few runs out of there and I also think Gomber in his last home start I was all over that but I also think he's not gonna replicate that I don't think he's gonna have. I think he had seven strikeouts in that in that start. I I don't think he's gonna have that success. Um. Wanted to look at the weather for the wind, but obviously it's a real it's a pretty warm day out here. So. I mean, I'm leaning full game over, but I'm also leaning that leaning that team total over. So I like the team total over four and a half. All
0: right, I will lock that in free. That's sitting at my. And minus. the model likes it too. Does the model like it? Yeah. At minus one thirty, I don't think it does.
1: Um, I mean it has it It has them at
0: four point six. Huh? I think I think that's not an over four and a half minus one thirty.
1: Well, I mean it's still over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is still over. Uh I'm I'm taking the under in this game. As as my favorite play. Uh, the so the model's been all over these two games the first two. It it had the Royals by like a full run in game 1 and the game flying over, and that's exactly what happened. It had the Rockies by like a full run yesterday and the game going over. And that's exactly what happened and today, Model has the Rockies by a run and the under. So I like the uh I like the I like the Rockies to win this game, but I think that I like the under a little bit more. I think that I think that both of these guys on the mound. They're not great, but we don't need them to be be great with a total of 11. That's true. We just need them to not get blown the fuck up. And and I think that these are two pitchers who are going to be good enough today, both as lefties in this game, to just not get blown the fuck up. We can get six runs against the starters. We can get four runs scored against the Pens. And we're under. Give me a Give me like a 6-3, six, 6-4 six, game, 5-4 game for somebody. I'm taking the under here. I've been, I've, I this is, As somebody who's been on the over the first two games of the series. Uh, so, lock it in. The over 4.5 for Ben. Pretty strong disagreement here from us.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we can technically both hit, but you need a... Well then Royals would win. You need a Royals win.
1: Um also r- quick question. Oh wait, no, it updated. I was like, how can you have a WRC plus of three <laughs> fifty? You can Something was up uh, you can.
0: Yeah, I mean it just means that you're three and a half times better than league average.
1: Over the course of the year you can have that?
0: I mean it would be like nearly impossible.
1: I mean, over so an, an over
0: an extremely small sample size, you can.
1: Is something wrong with Fangraphs?
0: What are you looking at? Hold
1: on, I I'm showing that right right here.
0: Can you like send me the link to the? Yeah. Okay. Can, hey, can you yeah, like obviously... DM it to me on Twitter or put it in the yeah, put um... it in the Twitch chat actually?
1: <clears throat> okay. There's gotta be um, small I'll... sample size. Also, Nick, the Royals lineup. Um... I saw some Kansas City people bitching about it. I actually do a fun thing now. I, I follow like some prominent, like fan pages of each team, and it, it's been pretty helpful. Nice. So, for example, like, I mean, you gotta take it with a grain of salt, but like the Royals, their lineup came out, and one of the guys was like why are they tinkering so much with like the lineup order Michael Taylor's batting second like this isn't still in confidence in the offense blah, blah, blah. so kind of interesting
0: yeah it doesn't it doesn't look like a particularly good lineup uh actually the Rockies lineup just came out too so I can get the final lineup Sims
1: going yeah if you can run them
0: yeah I mean they'll run with another couple games it's gonna be uh,
1: Royals 4.4 4. <laughs> yeah I mean you never know uh, so I actually Roy- thought that number was gonna jump to five
0: I it, it can't jump to five
1: or five and a half on uh, no the on the books
0: on the books I mean you'd need a like a rockies at six and a half for the Royals to be five and a half but then you're looking at a game total of like 12 and a half, jumping from eleven
1: I mean sometimes at course they'll have they'll have that where the team totals are. They don't add up to the total.
0: Yeah, but they're always they below, people, not above.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I I swear, like, the other day, the Nationals and the Rockies it went above. People are scared to play the unders on team totals like that.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Uh, so poll results are in. Uh, and it is going to be a Rockies money line from the chat. Uh, at minus one forty-five, there's a lot of like one forty-fives, plus and minus, uh, in today's game. In today's games, mm-hmm. uh, eleven votes on the Rockies compared to five on the Royals. Uh, Total wise, six votes on the over, and one poor soul is on the same side as me, on the under. Whoever you are, thank you. It was not me. <laughs> I did not vote on this poll. Uh, so locking everything in on, bet stamp. Everything is tracked. Also, non basic gamer asks, do you sell the model? Similar to the NCAA breakdown you put out? Uh yes. You can go over here. Uh hold on.
1: It's not in the same it's not like the ebook form, but it's just access to the dashboard, which is more accessible in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh so here's the here's the link to the dashboard. Uh, and then there's a way to sign up there's there's all kinds of different all kinds of different versions so just feel free to experiment see what works for you uh so are you ready ben uh to hop along into game number three i am let's do it the hype train come on, folks, come on. Release the brainstorm to make a motherfucking brain warm. A strange form, something kind of lyrical. Spiggy the Bastard, so that's kind of spiritual. Well, in God we trust guns our buddy. So game number three is the hype train. Taking a look at a highly regarded prospect making their big league debut. And the guy that we're looking at today is Michael Grove. Taking the mound for the LA Dodgers. Uh, so the Dodgers, fun fact, longest losing streak in the league right now at four games. Uh, the Phillies, not so coincidentally, are on a four-game winning streak, and those are the tied for the two longest streaks that any team has in the entire league. Uh, so a little bit about Michael Grove. And by the way, poll once again is up, uh, so be sure to go vote. Uh, so Michael Grove, second round pick out of the University of West Virginia back in 2018. Uh, He's 6'3", right-handed pitcher, 25 years old, so he's not like a super young guy. Uh, Ranked as number 11 prospect in the Dodgers system, which probably puts him in in the the 200th range, like 200 to 250 uh, across the entire league. Doesn't have crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, He's got a good, but not great fastball. Uh, that sits 90 to 93, tops out at 95. He's got two pretty decent breaking balls in uh, in a slider and a curveball. Although the thing that's kind of weird about him is he doesn't throw a changeup. I mean, he, like, technically has a changeup, but he very rarely throws a changeup. Uh, so Grove is a guy who's been hurt a lot. Uh, he blew out his elbow in college missed his sophomore and junior seasons and then got drafted after that uh and has only pitched like not even 150 innings in the minors over the last 3 years so he's a guy we should be expecting four or five innings from him he's actually never gone more than five innings in a start in in his entire minor league career uh so what i'm what i'm looking at here is is you've got a guy making his debut who is a, a decent-looking prospect, but not the best-looking prospect? Doesn't have nasty, nasty stuff. And this Phillies lineup uh, is is hot, especially some left-handed bats in in this lineup. In a guy like Schwarber, I guess Harper's not not playing. He isn't well, he he might be, uh, but I mean he's not in the projected lineup that I have right now.
1: Yeah, are I, I, they speculating he could sit because of his UCL? Yeah, we'll
0: we'll have to we'll have to see.
1: Uh, that's what, the difference in this game, in my opinion. What
0: Harper's status is?
1: I I, uh, I typically like, you know, if if a star player like that is in or out, you know, I I kind of want to wait because Harper. Oh, he actually not, is.
0: It I guess depending on the website, he either is or is not in the. Projected land. I,
1: I guess what I'm saying, Nick, is I I wouldn't bet this yet because Harper being in or out, I think changes the game. I, I really do. The way he's hitting, he has eight RBIs in the last three games in this series. He's seen the ball really well. Uh, has had a home run in every game uh, in this series. I mean, against a guy making his first start, uh, I would I would I would wait. I would definitely wait on that, but as of now, based on the information that we know, let me see here. I mean, he, so the, the Sims that we have, uh,
0: he's he's he is playing. He's in the okay. he's in the lineup on Roto Grinders. He's not in the lineup
1: over on Roto Wire.
0: I'd 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 be surprised if they sit him.
1: Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why are the Dodgers fav- the favorites in this game?
0: Because of the Dodgers.
1: Is it because they're not going to get swept at home?
0: I th- I think there's a lot of things. I mean, one, I don't think it really matters who's on the mound. As, as you can kind of tell from the lo- this game, right? I mean, you've got Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phillies. I mean, he's rocking like a four ERA this year, but he's an excellent, excellent pitcher. And you got a guy who's never pitched before, on the mound for the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are favored. I think the Dodgers—you could put any two guys on the mound, any bats in the lineups—and they'll be favored, just because they're the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, that's that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, other than they're the Dodgers. I gotta lean with the Phillies money line. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I think I'm with you. I think I think the value
0: is on the Phillies. And, and the model model's actually seen this it's it's had I mean it hasn't had no actually yesterday I did I actually do think it had the Phillies winning the game uh, outright yesterday it has them winning again today uh had them losing by less than a run as, as like plus 200 dogs in the first game in the series. So model has been all over this I, I really do think it's it's just the fact that Vegas isn't necessarily trying to set correct lines. They're trying to set lines that are going to make the money
1: yeah this is a prime example of that and i think a lot of people nick are going to look at the dodgers and they're like the dodgers aren't going to get swept at home yeah i mean that's the only thing i could really see uh actually the team total for the phillies is interesting i think someone in the chat said that let me see here Over three and a half at minus one twenty.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that there's a lot of different ways that you could approach this. So I yeah. think that the uh, the over three and a half is something that I was definitely looking at. Um, it might be might be better if you're if you're thinking that they're going to hit against Grove, you could take like a first five team total, probably over one and a half at this at similar juice. Over two. But over
1: yeah, two. Same,
0: same deal. Yeah, I don't know if I can lock that in on stamp. No, you can't lock in first five team totals. You can. On Bet Stamp? Yeah. If you go to Oh uh... yeah, yeah, there it is. In game props, I see. I see it. What does it have it at there? Uh two and a half plus one twenty six.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I actually like the team total over Nick.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's a solid play. I really do. Yeah. Because the three and a half minus one thirty. We could lock in on Bet Stamp.
1: I've just seen the ball so well right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tough test for Grove, man. Talk about a tough, uh, not ideal matchup just against the suit. I mean, the, probably one of the hottest offenses in baseball right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I like this three and a half. I like the full game over. I like... I like the uh, the Phillies' money line. So I, I actually think I'm going to, just to differentiate, I'm going to take the Phillies' money line in this game, just trusting trusting Nola to do his thing as well and, and finding a little bit of value in that. Uh, so I'm going to lock that in for myself at plus 120. And chat uh, likes the over in this game. Uh, eight votes on the over compared to one on the under. Five votes on the Dodgers, three. On the Phillies. Uh, so three different bets here, but I like all three of them.
1: Man, this is a really interesting line. It is. Uh, Nick, honestly, if you were to ask me, I would have guessed Philly was, or at least it was like minus one ten, both ways.
0: And I, I would. I'm not surprised that it's where it's at. Do I, do I think it should be where it's at? No. But if you asked me to guess the line, I probably would have guessed minus 150 for the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. Minus 140 on Fanduel. It's insane to me. People are betting it.
0: Yeah. That they are. Uh, so everything is now tracked. Here is the updated widgets. And there we go. Uh, Pick6 I see says Oh man I got an ad You guys must be big time now It's because your sub expired If you're subscribed You don't get ads If you're not subscribed You should get pre-roll ads So just like when you tune into the stream For the first time Like open up the stream There should be an ad there That's not something that we have any control over That's completely up to Twitch I think uh, we have those,
1: this for months right? Yeah With I mean it,
0: even part. before Before we were partnered Even as an affiliate the The pre-roll ads are just something that twitch mandates for non-subs uh, and yeah. but you you should not ever be getting any mid-roll ads there should never be ads that just pop up in the middle of the stream unless you I I, I told you to refresh which is why you got another pre-roll ad uh, but you should never ever ever get ads in the middle of the stream uh, that's that's something that as a streamer you have the ability to enable or disable. And we have it disabled.
1: <laughs> Nick, someone said capwise gone corporate. Yeah, that'd capwise gone corporate. It'd be funny if I hopped on stream one time in like a suit and tie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I, I've I've thought about running ads. We'd we'd make money from running ads, but I I, I think it hurts the uh, I think it hurts the content, especially in the format that we that we do it.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's different when you're doing like a three five hour long stream. I think. Mm-hmm you can pop in a an ad but yeah when it's something like this you know it's a little more timely we're just more ca- trying to go through
0: yeah i mean you could like miss like half of the discussion about one of the games if you get 2 minutes of ads
1: Mhm
0: and i mean like would it would it be nice to make i mean i don't know we've got 100 viewers right now if we ran if we ran 2 minutes of ads we'd make i don't know 5 bucks or something
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm
0: not not even, but I, I I don't think it's I don't want to hurt the content.
1: And Johnny, if you st- stick to the end of us or end of this, sorry, I was doing two things at once. Um, I'll explain the best way to do a risk-free bet.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, JTD and Chevy Matt, thank you guys for the subscriptions. I mean, that's that's what we want, right? I mean, if you if you can. If you can support us in that way, we appreciate that very, very much. Uh, helps us not be enticed to run ads, unlike, uh, some other streamers out there in this space who have started running ads and I'm not going to say anything else about that. Uh, Ben, we can talk about that after the fact. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate those. Enjoy the emotes, enjoy the sub badges. And thank you. Uh, So and uh Pick Six, you should be able to re-up the the prime sub. If if that's how we if if that's how you were subbed. Uh but yeah, Ben, are you ready uh for the next category? Yep. Alrighty, here we go. Pitching duel. Now,
1: key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's. Readiness, recuperation, and conditioning.
0: Uh, So category number four is the pitching duel. Taking a look at a game where we've got a low total. Uh, Lowest totals on the board today, sitting at seven. There's a few games that are at sevens. Uh, but the one that I found kind of interesting, that it was at seven, was the game between the Brewers and the Marlins. And uh, Budman, thank you very much for the tier ones. sub. appreciate that very much.
1: Where is the Bud? Where is the Bud?
0: <laughs> what if we had to sing a song for everybody?
1: Hey, I mean...
0: Custom song people, for everybody's if name.
1: People, if people sub, I'll, I'll throw in a rap song based on your name. <laughs>
0: That's a challenge. Uh, Oh shit! Yeah. Reese Pieces. Thank you for the sub. Ben, sing.
1: Well, I'm trying to think of a... Pieces pieces of Me. Isn't that a song? (laughs) It's like Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson?
0: Yeah, Ashley Simpson's my favorite rapper. I don't even know... (laughs)
1: God, if you guys remember Ashley Simpson, I'm sorry, because I do.
0: Can you sing Peppas? No, 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 no. Reeses, 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 pieces, Reeses, yeah. Reeses, pieces. Yeah. Okay, what if there
1: that we went go. viral and like Reeses pieces reached out to us to like we want to do it? I
0: thing. mean, honestly, Reeses, if you want to <laughs> either either the pieces or little bite sized ones or the full size Reeses, if you want to sponsor us, I'm I'm all ears. I, I Reese's is like right up there with my favorite candies. And uh, tr- yeah, uh, Trent CN, thank you for the uh, for the sub. Ben, what do you got?
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna do the re- <laughs> the rehoop and dance moves. Oh my god, that was insane. Nick still hasn't watched it. Yet, no, I
0: haven't seen it yet. I have to go check it out. Um, I feel like I missed out on such an important piece of lore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get to this game first because we'll go on forever. Uh, Nick, I like the Brewers. I do, but I like the first five. And I know Woodruff got lit up last start, but I think he bounces back today, Nick. And the Marlins are such an interesting team with their pitching rotation and who they have, and I I like their pitching a lot. But Elise Hernandez is the one guy who I, I really do think the Brewers can... It pretty well and he's a guy who I'm looking to fade and bet against and I-, I like where the numbers at and I'm gonna go with the first five I think it's at minus 130 something don't have my bet stamp up Do now. Hey, I'm,
0: I'm popping it open taking a peek uh first that five man, money line best out. price is minus 159 for the Ooh, Brewers I'm up
1: a little bit I guess it's only gone up a uh, Ten cents. It was minus one forty-eight, but I'll still play that. All right, one sixty. I think is kind of where we're. We look at run line, but you're I still you're like locked the value in. That. You're locked in at I, I, money okay, line. Okay, Nick. I'm very curious uh, what you think of Woodruff in this matchup.
0: Yeah. So Brandon Woodruff, I I really don't know what to make of him at this point. I mean, so he's he's a guy who's either been lights out or or lights off with no in-between. Lights off, lit up. Uh, he's, he's had two excellent starts where he has pitched five or six shutout innings, and he's had his other four starts where he's given up seven, four, three, and five runs. So very much uh, a Jekyll and Hyde performance so far this season from Brandon Woodruff. Uh, the guy who's been... More consistent, uh, consistently not so great is the guy on the mound for the fish today, uh, Elise Hernandez. He f- in in f- he's given up he gave up one run against the Phillies back when they were cold, in the middle of April. Uh, but he's been very consistently between four point two and five point one innings, between three and five earned runs, just across the board. Uh, so I think that the uh, Brandon Woodruff is is hard to handicap here. But I think that Hernandez is good to give up three or four runs in in five innings. It's it's what we've seen from him so far. Brewers bats are hitting reasonably well. Uh, So give me a Brewers team total over. Uh, So there's a couple different options here. Uh, I could either go full game over three and a half at minus 141. uh, Or Oh, I was hoping for like a like a two. Betstamp has a one and a half first five at minus one fifty seven. Uh, ben, I'm actually curious what your thoughts are between those two.
1: So you, basically, full game versus first five. Yeah. At minus one fifty. I would go full game. Marlon's bullpen is decent, but it's not great in my eyes. Um, I think the numbers are supporting that statement. The question, Nick, is... You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the Granky freeland matchup we just saw, where I was like, well, I think Granky's going to give up some runs. Freeland has had really good outings, really bad outings, and... Hopefully, this turns out the opposite way, but Freeland gave up seven. No, Freeland gave up eight. Cranky gave up seven in the first five, so the first five didn't hit. But I think just the upside with Woodruff, we've seen him have really good success, and I don't want to make excuses for him, but, you know, it is tough to face a team twice in a row for your starts. And, I mean, the Reds were... Reds were different, man. I mean, they were they were seeing the ball really well that series. But you're right, I mean, it is a little risky because seven zero zero four three five eight are his earned runs over the course of the season. So maybe I'm uh a little too high in Woodruff.
0: I mean Woodruff, Woodruff I don't know he might be hurt. I mean I I feel like he might be hurt. Because he was so—I mean, he's been so good his entire career. This is so uncharacteristic for him, and especially in the season where where there's a lot of talk about dead balls. To to have a pitcher double his ERA, mm-hmm. I mean, it it screams health concerns at me.
1: Yeah, something's something isn't right.
0: Uh. So yeah. So I'll I'll Uh, take the uh, I'll take the Brewers team total.
1: So avoiding one last thing I want to say about this. One last thing I want to say about this. Even if it was against a better offense and the number was even minus one ten, I would probably stay away. But since the Marlins are one of those teams that I kind of put in the category of like they can get super stagnant offensively, I do like the upside. Like them, you know, Tigers teams like that. I just think that this is actually a good spot for him to get right. I mean, it kind of sounds like I'm saying he's due, but that's just my opinion with the offense he's faced.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a good team to get right against. That's for sure. Although, then again, so were the Reds and the Pirates, which are the last three teams that he's faced, and he's gotten beat up every time. That's true. Uh, so poll results are in from the chat. Uh, we've got the Brewers' run line uh, at plus 110 with six votes as the winner. Uh, Marlin's run line at minus 130 got two votes. The over got three votes. And the under got three votes. Uh, so not a whole lot of opinion on this game. It is a, I think it is a tough game, especially with the run lines. Like, a Brewer's minus one and a half is definitely not appealing. I would say. Uh, at least for me personally. Uh, but that's what we're locking in for the chat.
1: Uh, also best pitcher right now, Nick, I would say is Verlander. Someone in the chat asked if it was Rodon. I think it's Verlander as of today. Yeah, I mean
0: Verlander's been absolutely lights out.
1: Yeah.
0: Rodon surprised. is up and Rodon is Rodon is pitching extremely well.
1: I'd say Rodon best in NL, but man, I'm surprised Verlander's pitching way. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean let's I'm just going to I'm going to take a look at fan graphs. Uh, Leaderboards. So they actually have Kevin Gosman leading the league in pitching war by a, a pretty wide margin. So, from that perspective, Gosman's been number one. Rodon's been number two. Your boy Pablo Lopez is number
1: three. Nick, also, if we listen back to a preseason award show, I, I was saying some good stuff about Gosman. Yeah, and Pablo Lopez. Yeah, about those guys. <laughs> Except the. Neither one of them, I gave out. <laughs> Hopefully, someone listened to my shenanigans and listened enough. But yeah, they've been they've been looking really good out there. But yeah, Verlander's been solid, Radon's been solid.
0: Yeah, Gosman has the numbers that he has, despite a 350 batting average on balls in play against. So he's like been extremely unlucky and still has a, a two forty ERA. Uh, All right, so locking in the Brewers' run line for the chat over on Betstamp. Uh, And now it is time for our plays of the day. Uh, So chat, I need to know what you guys are on. Uh, So type out your favorite bets of the day in the chat. It can be something we've talked about, something we haven't talked about. Uh, It could be a money line, a run line, a team total, first five full game, nerfy, yerfy, whatever it is, let me know what you're on. Uh, give me the bet and give me the price that you have to pay to get the bet. Uh, and I will take five of them and put them up in the poll. Here is the video clip. The walk-off. The 1-1 pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away, back, door! And let's see what we got. Uh, so Steely Dan says, uh, Yankees, White Sox, First five under four at minus 120. Uh, we've got a Phillies team total over 3.5 from Sick Money. We talked about this bet earlier. Uh, Nationals money line at plus 160 from Slore. Uh, it's an interesting bet. That's I, Krabs is on that for sure on the fade Verlander train. I don't I don't know if if what he said about Corbin outpitching Verlander today is accurate. But we'll see.
1: See Krabs crabs K- has really good analysis, but I, I think if he likes what he's thinking, he should go with the first five under, right? I I agree. It's I mean, unless you think Verlander's gonna shell, but no.
0: Um I am not I'm gonna not put that in the poll though, just because I think a, a plus one sixty is not gonna get a ton of love. Not that 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 makes it a bad bet. Uh, We're going to throw in the Tigers and Orioles. Nerfy. Minus 120. See if we get some Nerfy love in the poll. Uh, Throw in the Giants and Cardinals. uh, Under 7. And we will throw in the... uh, I guess I need one more. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Astros. Minus one and a half at minus one seventeen on the opposite side of that national bet.
1: Also, Nick, you start off your best bet.
0: Uh, no, you start off your best bet.
1: I don't have one right now.
0: I need to. I need to take a quick peek.
1: Well, then we as need well. to. Oh, well. Here's an ad break. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly.
1: Well, I have. I have one that I'm looking at. But I need to see one thing. I'm looking at the Guardians <laughs> Twins Under.
0: The Guardians and Twins Under. I was on that yesterday. No, I was on that two days ago.
1: I just want to see something.
0: What was it? Yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um. Yeah. Ad break. Okay, I-
1: I actually think I like. I think that's gonna be play. All right.
0: Yeah. I just I needed to take a look at the uh, the confirmed lineup sims. there's been a ton of them and I haven't had the opportunity to look. Uh. So I I have I have where I'm going. Uh. Ben, are you ready to start though?
1: Yeah. I'll I'll just go with that. Uh. The under, Guardians Twins. I'm just trying to figure out if I want to play the seven and a half. Under. At minus 105 or 8 under 125, but let me put this in the unabated calculator and see which is the better value. So maybe you... Yeah, I'll you start it off. Uh,
0: so I'm, I'm actually taking a, a similar bet to one of the ones that we just got in the chat. Uh, so when I was looking at numbers today, there was a total that really stood out as being a number that was too high. Uh, it, it is moving a little bit. I don't necessarily love getting it at eight as opposed to the eight and a half that it was sitting at earlier in the day. Uh, but we're going with the under in the game between the Yankees and the White Sox. Two absolute stud pitchers on the mound in this game. And, uh, in Nestor Cortez and Michael Kopech. Cortez I think has been one of the most impressive pitchers in in the league this year. Uh, he hasn't given up more than two runs in a start uh, out of the six he's thrown. Only given up five total runs in six starts. 42 Ks in 32 innings. Dude is on fire. Uh, and it's been much the same for Michael Kopech. Uh, he's given up three total earned runs in his six starts. He's got 30 Ks in 29 innings both of these guys are allowing less than a base runner per inning. So I think that even though these offenses are, especially the Yankees, liable to put up some runs, I think that, I think that this number is just too high for, for the arms that we have on the mound. Um, I actually might go first five, like what the, uh, like what the chat said. Actually, no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full game. I trust these pens. The pens were a little iffy yesterday. Uh, Liam Hendricks allowed a run. Chapman allowed a run yesterday. But even even with that, I think that we we'll be we'll be at a spot where we'll go into the fifth inning, even if it's two two and that under four pushes, or if it's three two, or whatever. Uh, that that the the pens will get the job done. So I'm gonna take the under eight in the Yankees and White Sox game. Uh, best price available for that is at minus 103. Uh, looking like a lot of minus 105s available across the board. Oh, actually, stamp just updated. And I can get an 8.5 on Barstool. Under 8.5 at minus 118. Okay, I, I love that now. Getting the win at 8. So that's where we're going.
1: Yeah, and I think we were talking about this. Cortez, it's it's not, Luke at this point, like he's he's that good,
0: so. Yeah, and also real, real quick, uh, I see Chief Panda, so seeing a seven and a half, uh, this is why it's important to be able to shop around. So there there are some books. I I see DraftKings is hanging seven and a half minus one ten both ways. Uh, some other books, BetMGM is at seven and a half, Caesars is at a seven and a half, um. Actually a lot of books are at seven and a half, but there are a couple books still hanging eights. And uh, Barstool even just moved their number back up to an eight and a half. At least according to BetStamp, which is what we're using to uh to shop lines and track our bets. Middle? You could. I mean, I I don't think so. Playing with fire a little bit. Definitely, definitely.
1: Especially if Norcat or Cortez just Shuts him out. <laughs> or tries to and gets close. So. Uh, Nick. I am going to go with that under 8. At minus 125. In the Guardians and Twins game. And I. Let me see here. Joe Ryan. I think is. A, a guy who. I know his last outing was a iffy, but I, I do think his stuff is pretty solid. So I just wanted to look at his splits because I know he had... Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Like, where is uh, Joe Ryan on my tab? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because Nestor Cortez. Um, just want to look at one thing here, but I think the model has a pretty significant under in this game. Uh,
0: yeah, I, it's not, like, super significant. It's not as big as it was recently. Uh, in in, like the game yesterday but it does like the under here
1: and also Tristan McKenzie he's really coming along just wanted to see the splits with righties but I feel I feel pretty good about this one I think at 8 versus the 7.5 if you can find a a 7.5 under uh, well a a minus 110 no worse than 110 I think it's a pretty good bet at the 7.5 I wouldn't play anything over that. I would play the 8 if you can find it on Circa, you don't have access to the Circa. DraftKings has it at minus 7.5 at 105, but I'm going to lock in the, the 8 at minus 125, the under 8.
0: All right. And also, I, I think that this is actually a, a bet stamp being weird thing, because th- this 8.5 is not available.
1: It's on bet
0: Yeah. I'm I talking about my game. I, have, I haven't looked at the actual number that you've just locked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that 8.5-118 is... Yeah, I, I opened up Barstool. And it's at 7.5-104, not 8.5-118. Is there 8? Um, I... Oh, move the line. Yeah, there's an eight minus one twenty-four. Eight and a half minus one forty-three. Uh I mean I, I'd like I'd like the eight. I, I wouldn't play the eight and a half at minus one forty three. I think I think I would rather take the eight at like minus one twenty and potentially getting a better number. Uh than that. I haven't checked alt lines at other books. Uh, but I think I think that the under in this game, kind of reg- regardless, is a. Uh, I know I shouldn't say regardless. It's a good look. It's it's all about the price. Uh, but I think I think if you can get this at eight. In in the minus one twenty range, that's fine. That's that's kind of where I'd be at. Mhm. Uh, all right. So, uh, lock it in the. Check. Cleveland, Minnesota. Under eight, minus one twenty five for Ben and let's see what is chat on chat likes that Phillies team total over I I, I think that's like a sneaky solid bet is that gonna be your uh, 30 for 30
1: play today which one the Phillies Uh, I think I already used the Phillies oh okay um I think it's gonna be the Cubs today. The Cubs. I mean I'm get getting to that point where I don't have a lot of teams left. Yeah, play. I know. It's gonna start to get difficult. I'm really gonna have to get surgical.
0: It's a it's a fun challenge though. So yeah. here I can I can tell chat real quick about like the, the origin story of this challenge. So and, and yeah, uh, hold on, Sammy, this this 8.5, I think it was a fluke on Stamp, that this number was available. Because there's there's not an 8.5. I'm actually, I'm going to change this and call this like an under 8.
1: They just updated it on BetStamp, so it was literally like a less than a two-minute delay. Yeah. So I know with most of the feeds, it's under 30 seconds, and I think Barstool might be one of them that is... I mean, it's almost real-time, but it's not, obviously.
0: Yeah, uh, you can you can find an under-8, minus-118 over on circuit right now. That was definitely, uh, I, I think, just Barstool hanging a weird line for for a couple seconds. And then I just happened to look and click on the best line I could get on step. But I think I think an eight in the minus one twenty range, you should be able to find an alt line for that, even if books are hanging seven and a half. Um. But yeah. So the, the origin story for that challenge. So at the beginning of the season, we were just like talking about content ideas, and I had an idea that was that was way too ambitious for me to be doing. Uh, but the idea was a player prop every day for the whole season, never using the same player twice. Um, and that I was, I was, I mean, it was, it's like a cool idea, but it was way too much of a commitment and I was like, I'm not going to start this because there's no way that I can actually go through with it and it's going to, it's going to take up way too much time. Uh, and then for May, Ben kind of morphed the idea into like a month long challenge type thing for like a bet with like a bet every day, never using the same team twice. Which I think is a much more reasonable endeavor. And it's been going very well.
1: It has been. And, I mean, June 1st, Nick, is a new month. Start it up again? I mean, you would have to run it back.
0: Yeah, I could run it back. We'll see. It'd probably be good for me to run it back.
1: Yeah. It keeps me consistent, too, to post content. So Mm -hmm. that's a plus. That's what it's all about.
0: I was going to say
1: here. Yeah, uh, so people ask about NBA. uh yeah, NBA has been. I mean, have you watched how bad the playoffs have been? Like, Me personally, no. It, 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 I don't. Fact, I don't.
0: I don't watch the NBA.
1: Nick, we we know that, but I'm I'm letting you know. I'm a huge NBA fan, and the NBA has been terrible. It's been a terrible product. You've had maybe two, wait, one good series, the um, Celtics and Bucks, but I mean. This, the Suns and Mavs, it's just like, this team wins by 20. This team wins by 20. It just zigzag theory, 20 points on each side. It's terrible product. And you watch the NHL, and guys, you know I'm not the biggest NHL fan. It's I can, like, sit down without a bet and watch these games. They're that entertaining. So, maybe this is a little bit of rant, but NBA needs to figure their fucking shit out. It's been a terrible product from day one. You have refs calling bullshit, fouls. The flops are egregious. I mean, if if you if you played the way the NBA players played at your local pickup gym, you get thrown out. Yeah, you wouldn't be let back. I mean, it, it, it's and that's the product that the NBA has created. And I'm I'm gonna leave it there.
0: Yeah. NBA, uh, no bets advised. That's what it stands for. So,
1: maybe, ne- maybe next year we'll talk more about NBA if they can clean some stuff up.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they need to, they need to like fundamentally fix something.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's gotten so. It, I think it's one of those things, Nick, where it's it's built built up over the last few years, and then it got to that point where it hit that threshold where. I mean, even guys who run NBA accounts can't even stand it. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, I think there's two Game 7s tonight in NBA and two Game 7s in NHL. So, should be pretty good uh, viewing day for sports fans.
0: That it should. Full baseball slate as well. Uh, I I might actually tune into some college women's lacrosse NCAA tournament. My my dukes are playing in I guess this sweet sixteen equivalent. Ooh. Okay. In about an hour. Yeah, set lobbies today. See, I'm sure I'll see glow in, in Ozzy's chat later on.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, anything else that you want to talk about?
1: Mm. I think that's about it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other games I wanted to touch on, but we actually covered most of the games I wanted to discuss, so that's good.
0: Yeah, I really don't have a lot of thoughts on a lot of the other games today.
1: Yeah. I kind of like the Pirates, Nick, but at minus 155, it's too steep for me. Yeah,
0: I mean, Pirates at minus 155 just feels gross.
1: And I think Hunter Green, he kind of feels like a reliever.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, he'll be a great reliever. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of getting starter. the impression as well that that's what his role is going to be.
1: Yeah, because he can go an inning or two and and do well. He's done it almost every start. And I mean, look, I guess most starters can can do that, but he has the uh profile of a, a good reliever, right? He's got a really good fastball, um good spin rate, good whiff rate, but the rest of it it's it's just kinda like guys seeing him the second time through.
0: Yeah, I mean you, you can't be a starter with a great fastball and nothing else. I mean yeah. it just one inning, great fastball, work on a good secondary offering. He's and, used, then, and then you're golden.
1: He's used his change-up only 7% of the time. And I think that number, I don't have the number off the top of my head where that needs to be, but it needs to be probably closer to, like, 15%. It,
0: yeah, it's so hard to be a, a good starting pitcher without a playable change-up.
1: Yeah. Because then guys are just waiting for something in the zone, right? Yeah. And, and, they're, and it's, I mean, he has a slider, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean so, so so like who
0: are who are really good pitchers that like don't throw a changeup very often. I can think of a couple. But but they just have
1: they have something else though. They yeah, have,
0: I like, mean it. and and the other thing also is like if you're if you're like let's say a fastball slider pitcher. I mean, you need your arm you need your arm angle and your arm speed to be the same. Cuz if there's mm-hmm. a slight difference, people will just be able to tell immediately fastball or breaking ball. And as soon as hitters can differentiate those and you don't have a changeup that the fastball could be, it's it's just so easy for them to to hit the fastball, not take all the sliders that are out of the zone. Yeah. Uh so think I think Kevin Gosman actually.
1: I, I And they call that they call that tipping pitches, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I know you know that, but when you hear that, right? Like that's that's what that's what they're referring to. On uh, baseball Savant, Nick, I know there's a way you can look at that stuff too, which I find pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, you can on FanGraphs as well. Yeah. So, We're so Kevin Gosman like... only throws a changeup like one percent of the time. He's a big, uh, just split finger slider guy, and and you you need to be like that good with those pitches. You need to be like Gosman level for it to work. So the the guys who don't throw changeups, Shane McClanahan, who is a splitter, slider, curveball guy. Uh, Nate Aivaldi doesn't throw a changeup. Uh, again, split finger fastball, slider, curveball, four seamer, good four pitch mix. Carlos Rodon doesn't throw a changeup, but I mean, just absolutely disgusting slider. So, I mean, you need to be, like, at that level. Other guys, Frankie Montas, you Darvish, Tyler Malley, Robbie Ray, Justin Verlander. Like, those are all elite pitchers. Or at least good pitchers. I mean, Montas and Malley might not be elite. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you need stuff at that level to be able to get away without throwing a changeup.
1: Yep. Got to have that second pitch that's also, like, pretty notable in in your repertoire. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it has to work well from a deception standpoint with your, with your fastball. Because the changeup is usually the offering that does that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also interesting that most of those guys are split-finger fastball guys and not standard four-seamer.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but the split-finger, that pitch is typically not in the zone, right?
0: Uh, I think I think it is. I'm 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 certainly no pitching mechanics expert.
1: Well, you could look real. I mean, we could look real quick with redone just to see. I always thought that that was the pitch that, or one of the pitches that looks like it's going to be in the zone.
0: Wait, yeah, I think has, I think who, it, it it can definitely break low out of the zone. But if you're going to be using it. Thirty percent of the time, like Gosman throws it that pitch. Thirty six percent of the time, it can't consistently sit out of the zone.
1: I mean, it has. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I th- I think what I mean, it looks like a fastball, and then it halfway through breaks. Because if you look at Baseball Savant, the heat map. It looks like it's outside the zone.
0: Yeah. I, okay. I mean, if it if it if it's dropping all the way out, I mean, I was also thinking you could just throw. So it looks like it's juicy right down the middle, and then it drops into the corner of the zone.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe he's trying to paint the corner every once in a while.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you just fundamentally can't throw yeah, your correct. fastball consistently out of the zone. Split finger. I mean, a split finger is a fastball variant.
1: Yeah, but that's yeah. Gossman's been fucking dirty this year. Yeah, yeah. Split yes. finger split finger. Like, you, you know, when you see those videos on Twitter of like the both pitches, and then all of a sudden one of the pitches goes. Uh huh. Those are fun to watch.
0: It's it's a good sound effect. It's
1: like good luck hitting that, boys.
0: Mm hmm. Okay, anyways, uh, I think it's time to wrap up the stream. Uh, thank you all, as always, for being here. Uh, appreciate it very much. Appreciate all the subs that came in earlier uh, as well. Once again, big thank you uh, to JTD and Chevy Matt. Oh, yeah. Risk free bet. And Reese and Trent. Appreciate you guys.
1: Thanks, guys. Uh,
0: yeah, risk free bet question. Do you want me to take this or do you want to
1: take it? Uh, I'll I'll just start and then you can finish it. Um, I would say with the risk-free bet. Actually, you, you started off. I want to hear what you have to say.
0: Yeah. So so the right way to take a risk-free bet is to get risky. Right. So so the way that a risk-free bet almost always works is uh, say say you have a hundred dollar risk-free. You don't get that hundred dollars back with you when you win the bet. So if you place a plus hundred dollar risk a plus a hundred risk free bet for a hundred dollars and you win, you win a hundred dollars back. Like you win the payout, but you don't get that actual bet amount back as well. So from that perspective, like if you're gonna bet a minus two hundred risk free bet, you're only get on with a hundred dollars. You're only gonna get fifty bucks back, which is kind of not worth it so i think i think the way that it is advised is to to take take something that's plus money so that so you can kind of make it make it worth it as far as the return is concerned
1: and and i would say to that point don't don't cook up like a 10-team parlay
0: yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> fine I, I would say find Find one or two games, maybe, or do a same game parlay, and yeah, try to get something plus one. I would say that's kind of the way to go. I mean, it, it, there's no true number that I would say you should go up to because it, it really comes down to preference. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think I think somewhere in like the plus one fifty for me, plus three hundred is kind of like my sweet spot when I have those. Yeah, like and I mean get something like plus three hundred.
0: Yeah, and and for me, I probably would be looking a little higher even in like the plus four plus 500 range but again it's it's just how much do you personally value like the uh the increased chance of hitting versus the potential payout there's there's not like a right and wrong answer Mm -hmm. it's it's just all about all about what you like Like but don't but like don't use it on minus 200
1: yeah
0: that that's for sure what not to do
1: you could go Philly uh like a Philly reverse run line, you know. Yeah. Depending on and get, you know, that's actually reverse run lines are kinda of fun with these risk free bets, I think.
0: I would agree with that. Hmm, so
1: I wonder what, what that is. Probably pretty good. Probably. I'm thinking, Nick. I mean it's probably <laughs> I,
0: I would I would guess plus two hundred.
1: Oh, Nick, this is a good question. If you guys have a minute, curious on your thoughts of a hedge, I need Flames, Moneyline, Cash, a series parlay, five units, would you recommend taking stars? Plus one and a half to potentially win both. Or take stars at plus money? Well, I would probably go with the plus one and a half because I think it's advantageous to be in a position where you can win both sides of a bet. Second part of that, it, it really comes down to do you, I mean, how how badly do you want the winnings and potentially need the money? If not, you should just let it ride.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with Ben. If I if I were to hedge, I mean, so if it's for like a, well, no, actually, I would I would definitely be on stars plus one and a half. Uh, if I were to hedge, I again, like Ben said, the ability to win even more by winning both sides of the bet. Is good, and I'm happy to to take on the little extra risk, knowing that I'm gonna profit either way. So that's where I'm at. If it's if it's like a huge amount of money, I mean, f- five units. I I like I don't know what five units means. I know what five units means to me. I don't know what five units means to other people. Is that just like a is that like a standard bet, or is this like a pretty significant chunk of change for you? Yeah, I think five, I think I think the more the more significant the chunk of change is, the more I would try and middle it with uh, with the stars plus one and a half.
1: You know what's also interesting is like in hockey, the plus one and a half is so tricky.
0: Yeah, with the empty net.
1: Yeah, but it's still, I mean, it's still value. I just I guess I worry that if the stars are down one oh, do they pull a goalie like six minutes in. But at the same time they could score and then game goes in overtime, you win your bet. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 not a hockey expert on that front, but that does worry me just a tad.
0: Yeah, I mean I think Plus I think in game seven, that. I mean I would I would guess that you're probably a little bit more likely to see O T in in a game seven than in the other games of the series.
1: Also, Nick, this series has been extremely low scoring. Mm-hmm. And that that's also good for the for the plus
0: one and a half buck line.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, like one goal, two goals, six goals, five, four, six. Pretty low scoring. For- yeah, I mean,
0: goalies are both playing really well. O- Odinger's been on fire. So, yeah, I would... I would I would probably middle that. With yeah, the stars plus one and a half. Like
1: good, good middle, and then you can use a calculator too. Hedge um, calculator to figure out like what the dollar amount should be to win like the same amount on both sides. They're yeah. available out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of that works more with the hedge than the middle. I guess you're. Yeah, that's like a, that, That's a hedge calculator. Yeah. yeah, the the middle doesn't really work like that. Yeah, you're you're correct. Uh, but yeah. Are we uh, are we good to go?
1: Yeah, I gotta watch uh, school win this first five. Yeah, or at least not lose. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah.
0: So good luck to everybody with the bets today, as always. Uh, no stream tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday stream. As of right now, should be good to go. Uh I'm gonna be over at my parents' house. My grandma's in town. Haven't seen her in like a couple of years. Uh tomorrow on Monday. Staying overnight there. Should be back in time for the stream. But I can't I can't hundred percent promise that right now. And it it might be advantageous just to to cancel that. But Ben, we'll we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah, it's
0: fine. Uh but yeah. Good luck again with the bets. Thanks for being here. And we'll see See y'all
1: next time. Take it easy.